Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. Hola, hola. Welcome back to the show. 203-333-9422. We are so lucky that Marissa Gillette chooses to speak with us once a month to catch us up on what's happening with regulating our utilities. She has become very well known as a leader in the state on behalf of consumer protections, looking out for us, the little guy, the user. And getting quite a bit of ink as a result, but we discovered her a long time ago. Marissa Gillette, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a busy time for you. Uh, (laughs) It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Yes. (laughs) So, So catch us up. The news headlines. Well, you were on and you spoke about the draft of the Mm -hmm. rate increase for the first rate case that you've had against UI, your opportunity to really weigh in on this. And initially, Mm -hmm. initially, I believe the draft allowed UI about 3 million in increases, but they wanted over a hundred million, something like that. And and they did. They wanted 131 million, 131 million. And then all of a sudden, There were protests from the rank and file of UI, the union people. They went to Hartford. They excoriated your name in the press. They got a little ugly and angry, and they threatened that if UI didn't get enough rate increases, that they were going to lose their jobs. Now, how do you and how did your staff and Pura as an agency, how do you respond to that? You know, it's a it's a fantastic question. It's something that I you know deeply struggled with the last couple of weeks because um, you know there was an interesting article. Well, there were many articles interesting for different reasons. Um, one that pointed out that the union workers were in the middle, and I really took that to heart. Like this was not a, a case about. Um, you know, sticking it to the worker. In fact, I think the line workers with the men and women who do that job are some of the most under underappreciated, undervalued uh, members of our society. They're out there in all conditions. Um, and this case was not about them. It was about the management of their company. And one thing that really struck, struck me 
was this allegation that they didn't have a seat at the table because I don't think that's a commentary about me or Pira or our process, but rather a commentary about a reflection of their own management structure. Um, you know, Pira, um, rate payers generally, what we don't know is that your rates go towards the salaries of all these people, which include people who are paid to participate in Pura proceedings. So if the workers of UI do not feel like their interests and their positions are being adequately represented by their management in these dockets, uh, that's a management problem. And it's certainly one that Pura takes interest in because uh, the company is representing to us that this is their position. Um, So I think we're going to be taking a harder look at that outside of uh, this specific proceeding. But I was also really troubled by some of the, the blatant misinformation that was Uh, floating out there um, because there were certainly aspects uh, that we were hearing criticism of that were just simply not a reflection of reality. And um, I'm happy to address those and correct the record wherever we can. Sure. Marissa, uh, this is your opportunity. Listen, the beautiful thing about being on the radio is I'm not editing your comments. They're here and in real time. And except for the clock (laughs) and we've got plenty of time, you're able to state your whole sentence. I'm not editing you. What do you want to say about all of this? Thank you. I always appreciate our conversations uh, for that reason. One of the things that we were most troubled about was this allegation that the company was going to stop investing or somehow uh, that this decision was going to undercut the reliability of the grid. And we've talked before about how these are monopolies and in exchange for being a monopoly, they have a legal obligation to invest in the grid. And I really felt like they were attempting to hold us as a state hostage, either help us continue to make record profits or we're going to stop investing in your grid. And that sounds like a very lose-lose choice. But I think that the mistake they made was it's not a choice between those two things. The third is you have an obligation under the law and in exchange for maintaining that monopoly you must invest or we're going to find somebody else to do it for you. And I think that that's where, you know, they, they were bluffing and I'm, you know, more than happy to call that bluff. And so, and in calling that bluff, Pura decided to go ahead and increase from your initial draft. So Marissa Gillette, Mm -hmm. why did you come up from the 3 million? What were your reconsiderations? Sure. There were a couple of things. Uh, you know, honestly, the draft came out under my signature. I was confident in it. I stand behind that. My staff put a lot of work into it. Uh, that's not to say that there aren't, uh, you know, the reason we put out a draft is to receive uh, comments from parties. Maybe we missed, we had a 350-day proceeding. Certainly there's possible possibility that there's evidence we overlooked. And so that's really what that per- the processes for. And we found a couple of things that we felt um, we either didn't have as strong uh, evidence for or were worth another look, um, including some things where the company didn't uh, didn't meet its burden, but we still felt uh, was worth um, taking another look at. And one of those things in particular was the training budget for the workers. You know, we we felt like UI had not met its burden in asking for that money, um, but because uh, that training money is theoretically going to go support the workers um, directly in maintaining, uh, you know, qualifications for their job, we revisited that. We um, 
you know, also slightly raised their uh, return on equity, which is their profit margin. Um, you know, not something that I was particularly happy about, but, you know, there are three of us that have to vote on these decisions. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things, um, you know, in the margins. And talking about that, when you say not that we really know how it's going to be spent, you don't micromanage, mm-hmm. you, you don't micromanage the spending. You're not capable of doing that, are you, as an agency? And not only are we not staffed to do that, but we're not allowed to do that. Right. I think that's a common misconception is that, you know, these utilities are well compensated to run run the day-to-day business. And it's not the regulator's job or role to micromanage as much as I think some of them might benefit from that. Um, but you caught exactly what I was um, hoping you, you would in that statement, which is, Rate cases set rates based on a snapshot in time. So even though we have approved them to spend however many millions of dollars it was on training, in between rate cases, it's up to the management of that company on how they're going to spend the money day to day, which was another big issue in this case, was that they told their union workers, um, based on comments in the press, that Pura had slashed its workforce, and if the decision was maintained, the workforce would be undercut. And it's simply not true. What we did was set rates then before I got here in 2017 based on an assumption that, that UI was going to hire 200 more workers. They didn't. <clears throat> Instead, when they came in, <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me, so worked up, I lose my voice. Um, <clears throat> You can take some water. It's okay with me. (laughs) They set rates based on a certain, we set rates based on a certain number of employees. And what we found in this case was that they had never hired those employees or the employees had left and not been replaced. And that came to a total of about $55 million that the company pocketed between 2016 and 2023 for workers that they did not hire. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. So what we did in this rate case, they asked for more employees. We took a look at those employees, incremental employees, and we gave most of them, but we added that incremental number of employees to their actual headcount, not their bloated headcount that they had approved in the last rate case. So 
you, you see what I mean by mis- I uh, really see it of, exactly, and yeah. that's why. And you know, these companies are also accused of when they make profits, taking the profits to buy back their stock instead of capital investing in the industries that they're supposed to do. It's the same kind of thing. They get the money because they're allowed to get the money. Then they do what they want. Exactly, and that's how the system's set up. And that's why you know I think. I think there's a lot wrong in energy regulation, you know, nationally, globally. And one of those things is that customers are set up, not just customers, but we as a society are set up at a constant information disadvantage. And it really requires dedicated regulator, consumer council, um, legislature. It requires so much time and attention to get this right. And and that's what concerns me. Well, that the and I go back to systems. I go back to systems because a system that is set up so that its primary obligation is to the rate payer as a member holder. So if it's a mutual cooperative utility, mm-hmm. generally speaking, you can see it in lower rates, in other words, literally lower utility rates. You see, you see it in more, generally speaking, employee loyalty, longevity of people who stay there. You do see it in less expensive, in other words, less costly executives at the helm. But their, mm-hmm. but their primary goal is to the same person who uses the utility is the member of the co-op that runs the utility as opposed to separate buckets of shareholders trading the stock on the exchange with options that benefit the executives at the top versus the so-called customer client, the user of the utility. It's two different buckets. Mm -hmm. And so systemically, Marissa Gillette, it's never going to be optimal because it is two very different sets of it's two different sets of, of stakeholders, one of whom is all about making the money, and the other one is the client they have to service with regulated rates. It's never going to be good. It's never going to be good unless the stakeholders are also the users. You know, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. The, the reason that most states choose not to regulate their cooperatives or their municipally owned utilities, is, is including Connecticut, is for the reason you just identified there's generally perceived to not be the same conflict of interest here. They don't need to and, as know, much. They don't need to exactly. because, because the, the organization is all moving in the same direction. Exactly. And so that's what a regulator is trying to step in when it comes to monopolies, be it utilities or other types of monopolies. And we're trying to step in and, and make sure we're rowing in the same direction and we're really trying to replicate what the competitive market forces would otherwise do if it was not a monopoly. So I think that really requires a dedicated, um, you know, someone who's capable of overseeing these utilities. Like they're just they're out there making money because that's what capitalism tells them to do. And I really try hard not to ascribe any you know, malintent to that. They're doing their job, but it requires the rest of us to do our job too. Yes. And I'm hopeful that that's, you know, the direction that Pure has been rowing in. Well, we congratulate you. We thank you. Uh, I know that you, your name has been in a lot of newspaper articles lately, but I think you came out smelling like a rose. It looked like you made a reasonable kind of compromise as a concession to all of this hoopla. 
But in the end, you pretty much stood your ground and did not give them anywhere near the rate increases. What did you end up giving them, about 26, 27 million out of the 130 they asked for? Something like that? We gave 20, just under 23 million. Just under 23 million. So less than a fifth, less than a sixth of what they asked for. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Marissa Gillette. Well, we thank you. We'll keep on rowing. We'll get through this next month together. And we thank you so much <laughs> for being on the Lisa Wexler Show. Thank you so much. And by the way, good luck with the first day of school with your twins. How's everything going thank at you. home? Everything good? Oh, perfect. In fact, my, my parents were here the past um, week, uh, and my mom was so upset to be leaving today and not get to hear your show. So she might be listening on ah, her she's... drive home to North Carolina. But... I hope so. <laughs> and by the way, I thought that you mentioned on one of our visits that you live in Bethany. Did you say that? Did you something? something no, like that? Um, uh, I might have said I visited there. Nope, we're up in the Simsbury area. Oh, Simsbury, okay. Because we interviewed yesterday this amazing woman. This is a great place for you to visit with the kids. There's a farm in Bethany. What's it called? Lock, Lock, Lockett's Meadow. They have 150 rescue animals there. Marissa, and <gasps> oh, and they do something. It's unbelievable. It's heaven. And she has the owner, Kathleen Sherman, has a, a food truck which apparently she's one of the great vegan cooks in the state of Connecticut. She used to have a store in Quinnipiac. And they do these nights called Music, M-O-O-S-I-C, Music <laughs> music Nights, where you go there okay. and you listen to the animals and they also occasionally have music and people eat. And basically you picnic on a farm and it sounds like a great thing to do. Oh, how fun. I will definitely take the twins there this weekend. It looks like it's going to be a heat wave coming up. I think it looks like a wonderful thing to do. So it's Lockhart Farm? Lockhart? Lockett's Meadow. Pardon me. Lockett's Meadow and Bethany. Can't be too far from you. Can't be. Can't be too far from you. All right. All right. Thank you for the recommendation. Thanks, Marissa. (laughs) You have a great Labor Day weekend. We'll chat in a few weeks. Marissa Gillette from Pure on the Lisa Wexler Show. We'll be right back with Wayne Winston. Stay tuned. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.